Do we believe what we say we believe? Good morning, Christian America. That's a good question that we should ask ourselves now that 2022 is upon us. Do we truly believe in the things that we say we believe? Do we truly believe the word of God? Do we follow it? Or do we pick and choose what we want to believe and when we're Christian and when we're not? What we need, what we think that we need versus what God says that we need. And more importantly, what he did as an example for us. Let's discuss that as we get our 2022 started off on the right foot. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. If you support what we're trying to do here, we don't ask for donations. We just ask that you like this video, that you subscribe to this podcast, that you share it with your friends and on your social media platform. I want to talk to you just briefly today as we get ready uh, to start our new year. Thank you. And, and I would say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We've taken the last uh, two weeks off because of the holidays, we've had a lot of transition for me personally, for my family, for my close-knit circle. A lot of craziness is still going on with the pandemic, the you know surge in cases and whatnot. So there's been, uh, we've we just been on a hiatus recently. But when we get back into the word this year, to put us all on the right path, put us all on the, uh, on, put our best foot forward starting this new year. And I want to pose a question to you that I think we should all pose to ourselves is do we actually believe what we say we believe do we actually believe that Jesus is the son of God that Jesus is God that that God came down dwelt among us as Saint John said in his gospel that the word was made flesh and then do we believe in the word and the words and the example that Jesus gives to us, that he gave to us through his revelations, through Holy Scripture, through the example of not just how we live today, not just the example of a, of a priest or a, a bishop or a, a minister in your church, but the example of how the first followers of God acted, what they said, how they behaved. I think that we would all, myself included, but everyone would be benefited if we looked back at what God says in Scripture. And then the way that Jesus acted while he was in flesh form. And then how did the people who knew him best, who were closest to him, how did they react? And we should follow these examples. We should follow the example of what God says. We should follow the example of what Jesus actually did. And we should follow the example of the first followers because they were closest. They were with Jesus in those most intimate times. And I think that if we did that, if we tried to do that, and if we humbled ourselves to the understanding that we don't know everything, you, if you follow this podcast, you know that I say over and over again, when I actually have an opinion and when I'm just reading about what Jesus does or says or the apostles do or say or what scripture does uh, and says to do. And I think it's important that we delineate that because if we believe 
what we say we believe, then we would live in how Jesus says to live at all aspects. We wouldn't just pick and choose one verse here, one verse there. There's a parable I like. It fits my agenda. There's another parable I like. It fits my politics. There's another parable I like. I, I think I can get on board with it. And then we make that everything that Jesus is about, everything that Christianity is about off of these few sparse pieces? Or do we look at scripture as a whole? Do we look at the life of Jesus as a whole and recognize the truth that is there, recognize the greatness, recognize the importance, so important that we just celebrated his birth 2,000 years later, Two thousand years later, we are still celebrating the birth of Christ, the birth of God made flesh. 2,000 years ago, they believed so much that rich people from distant lands that we now call Magi, that the gospel of Matthew illustrates these rich people that believed so much about the coming of the Savior, that what they did is they made the journey to a small town in Bethlehem to go see the birth of a baby. These rich people believed in their hearts, based on the signs and the prophecies, that this Savior was to come. And they made the trek, they made the journey, they brought with them gifts. But on Sundays, we find it difficult to go down the block to church. On special days in the church calendar, we find it difficult to go to church. Meanwhile, when people really believe, they make journeys, they make treks, Right now, in Africa, South America, Latin America, Central America, China, all over the globe, people who profess their faith in Christ, that believe the things that they say that they believe, live out all the aspects or try to live out all the aspects of what Scripture says that Jesus did. And they are willing to give their lives for it. They're, they're willing to make pilgrimages, large journeys with very little means to sustain them. They face firing squads and death camps for their faith. These are people who are actually believe what they say that they believe. But here in the West, here in the United States, we have to ask ourselves the same question. Do we believe, actually believe what we say that we do? Because I hear so many people say that they don't need a church. I, he I hear so many people saying that they don't need anyone else. They just need Jesus. But I would ask them, those people, if you're thinking in that way of thought, I would ask you to, to actually read the Gospels. Jesus could have done it all himself. But he chose to bring friends. He, he chose to bring followers. He found it. People say, oh, I don't need a church. What Jesus 
founded a church. He founded the church on Peter. He quite specifically said it. Upon you, this rock, I will find my church so that the, that the gates of, of Hades cannot overcome. And that it will not perish. So when you say that I don't need a church, what Jesus started this church. Are you putting your own ideas over what Jesus said, over what actually Jesus said? When people say, well, I don't need to do these things. I don't need, I'm, I believe in God and that's all I need to do. Jesus also gives parables in his ministry. One about the two sons where the father comes to the first son and he tells him to do these things. And the son says, oh, I'll do them. But then he doesn't do it. He doesn't actually, he doesn't actually walk the walk. He, he, he says it, he talks to talk, but he doesn't actually walk the walk. He doesn't actually do the work, even though he says, oh, I'll get to it, father. Yes, sir. But then the second son who gets angry is like, oh, I'm not going to do that. He, he finally wises up and then he goes and does the work that his father tells him to, that his father asked him to, that his father assigned to him. Even though he didn't want to do it, he had a moment of frustration and he decided, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do that. But then he, he wised up and he corrected himself and he actually did the work. So he didn't talk. He actually just walked. And so what do you believe? Are you talking and not walking? Jesus also brings to us in Luke chapter 10, when he talks about the good Samaritan, about someone who's hurting on the side of the road. And even the priests, the, the religious people, turn away from the, from the person on the road. They, they move to the other side. They avoid the conflict. They avoid helping the less fortunate. But it's the Samaritan, the person shamed by the Jewish community outcast they don't have anything to do with samaritans it's that samaritan who doesn't talk the talk who when he encounters someone in need just helps and in both of these cases jesus poses that question which one of these is doing the work of god and it's always the second one it's the one who doesn't just talk it just doesn't say why well, i'm a believer I only need Jesus. I don't need anyone else. Imagine if the apostles would have had that attitude. And, and we look to the apostles because the apostles were with Jesus. They spent that time with Jesus. They know better than anyone about what he would have done. And what they didn't do is they didn't stay in the upper room by themselves. And what they did is they started that church that Jesus told them to start, that Jesus founded on Peter. What they did do is they went and made believers of all nations because God said so. Jesus gave them that commandment. So do you believe what you say you believe? Do you know what the word of God says? Do you know the example that Jesus said? Do you understand what was written? And do you live by it? Or do you try to interpret it your own way? That's a good question for us to start off this year with all together. Do we believe what we say we believe.
And hopefully that answer is yes. Hopefully I inspired you. This message inspired you to get into the word of God and kind of understand, read the four gospels, read the book of Acts, read Paul's epistles to all those communities that he wrote to, John's letters on doing the work that God has called you for, being one of his people by believing and doing what God tells you to do. It's pretty important if you're going to say that you are a follower of Christ. It's pretty important if you say that you believe these things that you say you believe. Let's start this year off on the right foot. Let's start in the right direction. Let's start with the word of God. Let's improve and strengthen our faith. Let's become more knowledgeable in his word so that going forward, we're not fooled. Let's not be so full of arrogance that we think we know more than what God has given us, has said to us. Let us not fall into believing our own understanding versus what Christ actually says to us. If you support what we're trying to do here, again, we don't ask for donations. You can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com to pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, uh, but we don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation. Like, subscribe, and share this on your social media platform. Come follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Parlor, Rumble, and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, any of the podcasts. We pray that 2022 is going to be a blessed year for you, your family, your community, and for all of our country. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, see you on Friday. Good morning, Christian America.